What it do, everybody? We back again. Wow, look at that, yo. Shout out to my man, Big Nate, before we even get in here. Uh, oh, yeah. Big, Big Nate sent the super chat. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. He said, uh, just wanted to send love to y'all. Been watching you guys for a while. Love the podcast. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate and you, of, man. And of course, brother, brother Anthony King, he says, uh, we need the origin of you and AA's friendship. We also got to talk about <laughs> these predators preying on high-value men. Cough, cough, Ian Gary. Ooh. Hey, first and foremost, thank you very much, Anthony. Always Shout clutch, Anthony. Anthony. We definitely will chop it up yeah. about how we met, which is crazy as hell. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and I'm sure when we talk about it, y'all will understand why. He he is how true he is to who he is right now on this show. <laughs> um, yep, 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 yep. But how was um, how was your Thanksgiving? How was your holidays? How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Man, it was good, bro. Um, you know, I'm. Out I see here. a new background. Oh yeah, I'm at I'm at uh my boy Dwayne's house. Our boy, you know him too. Big, um, yeah, big big shout out to Dwayne. Yeah, shout out to Dwayne. Um. Yeah, colors popping today. This is this is uh well I guess it's me too. I got on a bright yellow <laughs> bright yellow hoodie. Um you got the Bruce Lee outfit. I know. Well, I got the black black cargo pants on right now too. <laughs> with some yeah. with some uh you can't really see with some blazers. But um so I want to talk about something first before we get into this Ian Gary situation because you need to fill me in. I haven't really been on my phone too much since since I since I've been out here, but I want to talk about this. P so I went to the PFL uh, championships because they are. I'm in DC right now for those who don't know, um, and I went to the PFL championships, and uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know if it's because I haven't really been to a to a a pro organization's fights like that in a minute, but I didn't like it, bro. Mm. I didn't okay. like it. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why I didn't like it. I didn't like it because number one, and I and I hate to say this, the quality of the fights compared to the UFC was not that good. There was like there was like two fights, maybe two fights that were really good. Everything else was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like the event itself was cool. The production was cool. Um, they did it at the, at the Anthem. I don't know. Well, you haven't been here in a long time, but they redid that whole, that whole area. Yeah. And, um, at, at, and it's like the waterfront area, I think is where that's at. Um, yeah. I thought and, it was called uh, Watergate or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Watergate, exactly. Um yeah. and yeah. Yeah, they they I don't So know. what was it about PFL? So like was it like the production value, how the stadium was, how everything was ran? Nah, honest so none of that I have an issue with. You know what I'm saying? Like the way it was set up was dope. We had we were sitting, so we, they, there was floor seats. And then they had like upper seats and then they had upper seats. So it was like three levels of seats. We were sitting on the second level. Um, so we could see like right into the cage. It was a good view. Um, yeah. And it was dope. But 
everything was cool. The way they set it up, how they had the TVs, how they had the fighters walking through the crowd to come in. They had the little stage and everything. Um, all that was dope. But the fights is what... <sighs> the fights, bro. It's the fights. And, and, and I wasn't that excited while I was watching it. Like, you could kind of tell, too, like, people weren't really that excited. They only were excited for mm. certain people. We'll get into that, too. But they were only excited for certain people. And it was really like, okay, like, people were, yo, they booed the shit out of Derek Brunson. No one gave a fuck about him. Um, <laughs> but what's weird is they booed his opponent, too, uh, you know. And then they were screaming USA as if Hawaii's not in the USA, the USA too, or part of the USA. But I don't understand that shit either. Um but yeah, overall the event just seemed slow and I hate to say it, but it seemed it was kind of boring. It was kind of boring. Mm. Okay. And the audience engagement was trash too. Well, you know how it is with with the when the, I don't want to say that the audience engagement was trash. It was more like you know how the white dudes in the back being twist his dick. You know what I'm saying? They be saying the wild shit in the back, but no, nah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I definitely well, don't. Yeah, you, that's, yeah, that's you haven't really been. You haven't really. Have you been to a fight event before? The the only fight events I've been is to yours. Oh when, shit! Back, okay. yeah, back back back. So that's the kind of. So when you speaking about like your experience, I'm thinking about that. That was like how my experience is like backyard type shit. Not backyard, but a little yeah, bit like some amateur shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was better than that. It wasn't like that, but I don't know. I, I I would just say the energy didn't feel the same as it did for the one UFC event I went to, which was over ten years ago. When they last time they came to DC, uh, Demetrius Johnson fought um, Dominic Cruz. That shit was crazy. Like everybody was going crazy in that joint. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I know you didn't. Did you? Did you watch the fights? Nah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I didn't have time this this <laughs> this weekend, man. It, it was too many sports going on, but not gonna lie to you. And what, I, what else was? I happening? just couldn't. College football was going crazy. Uh, oh, is this around the time for 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 college football? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then, um, obviously the NFL going crazy. Then, um. Hmm. Premier League going crazy. So it was just a lot of things that I had to allocate my time. And I was like, PFL, it has to earn my time. I know it sounds whatever, but. No, nah, that makes sense. So, but. I don't, you, like, you... don't want to watch Cisco fight at all. You know what I mean? I don't want to see some. I, I, I didn't know anybody on that card, so. Did you, did you watch at least the, um, uh, what's your man's name? Did you watch any of the highlights or anything? Nothing. No, I seen um. This is the thing about PFL. Uh, they're very like stingy with the highlights, bro. It's kind of yeah, hard I mean, for well, you to find highlights. I'm gonna be real with you though. There weren't that many highlights to show. That's why it's, you you could say that it was stingy with the highlights because I'm trying to think how many finishes they had. It wasn't the only finish that I remember was the welterweight dude that beat um beat that tall Anderson Silva looking dude. That's it. So. Yeah. Outside of that, oh, well, yeah, there wasn't really any highlights. The only, there was one person that I was, imp well, two people I was impressed with, but I don't know the other dude's name, and I can't look it up right now. The way I got it set up, I don't have easy access to my computer. But, yeah. um, 
there was a dude that fought from Baltimore that was on that card, a local dude. I think he was like the first or the second fight. He was that was a good fight. He was good. And then Impa Kasanganai. He won his million dollars. That was the one they were saying. He got knocked out by um by your man's. What's his name? Um Buckley. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's so crazy that I know him because of that knockout. Uh, hey, but you can't say nothing about Which, him now. You know what I'm saying? He got his bread up. He got he got a million dollars and he got the PFL belt. And this man out here calling out uh 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 Francis Ngannou. He's calling out everybody. And he made more money than Buckley ever has. And that's the man that knocked him out. I want to talk crazy. about crazy. I want to talk about crazy that, work. Crazy before, work. Before we get into that, we got a few cheap super chats real quick. So they showing love. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ryan, what's up, Ryan? Good to see you, my brother. He said, uh, "What's up? What's up, boy?" Soon he got that fresh ass hoodie on, but I need you to shave after seeing Mister Crimson Chin himself on Instagram. My African bro. That's hey, funny as hell. What's so good, I posted, brother? So they, what he's talking about? I posted. Uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, last night I was at my mom's house and we were like looking through the albums and, you know, doing all of that shit. And I saw a photo of myself I haven't seen. It was the graduation joint. I had a fresh, no hair on the face photo. <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, niggas was calling me Crimson Chin. But they didn't they didn't believe me. There was like, nobody called you that. And I'm and I have a witness here. As a matter of fact, I have someone who called me Crimson Chin himself. Dwayne, my best friend, is here, and he definitely called me Crimson Chin many times. <laughs> He's in the background. He said 100%. <laughs> so you can't say I made that up. Um, I told you that he looked me. just like Anderson Silva. Y'all funny. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Anthony. Uh, and then we got another super chat from Ryan. He says, Sunni, I think it's because of uh, what Uncle Chell says, quality and care factor. You don't really care about the fighters who wins, and they aren't the best fights. That's facts. That's facts. Uh, Chef Garrett says, PFL doesn't have any star power besides Cedric. He's talking about Cedric Dumbe. Um. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I mean... Yeah, pretty much. I can't really argue with that, which is kind of what we talked about before, because uh, Anonymous was saying that people need to they need to focus on the Europe side. Also, shout out to Anthony again. Appreciate you, brother. And then we got Ryan one more. He said Impa, who got KO'd by an unranked welterweight and calling out Francis. PFL is a joke, I swear. I mean, you can't be mm. mad at the dude, though. You know what I'm saying? He got his bread. He said he wants legendary status. He's trying to fight you know, whatever, but yeah, I don't know. They got so, a lot of improvement to who? do. PFL. They, I'm yeah, sorry, they have a lot. In order for you to get casuals on your side, bro, it's going to take a lot. You got to be entertaining. It has to be a format that we can dissect. It can't be a long-ass format if you're trying to gain the West audience, you know? Yeah. So, I'm going to tell, tell you some things that I noticed, too. The, one of the things I noticed was in between the fights, they didn't have... So I know how to... For those who, of you who don't know, when you're a fighter and they have these these events set up, you know exactly what time you're fighting because they know when the commercials are going to be. They know, do we have this much time for each fight? So they, everybody knows exactly what time they're fighting. It's not like amateur shows 
where it's just the next fight rolls out, the next fight rolls out, the next fight until it's done, right? Because they got TV, they got ads and shit they got to post, right? So because of that, the one thing that I noticed was they didn't have enough like, like videos to tell stories, to talk about what was going on. So in between fights, it was like they would show the same video and then it was like two minutes and then we just sitting there. And there's nothing happening. There's nobody talking. There's no nothing going on. There's no promos. There's nothing. You're just sitting there and the people around you is talking. But I don't want to talk to none of them because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It was so hard for me to not punch people in the face because they have no idea what they're talking <laughs> about at these events. Just just saying anything. Um, they, sound, they sound like me, huh? A bunch of AAs no, in the crowd? No, 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 We That's out here, like You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know what you're talking about. They, these dudes don't know anything. They paying to go watch these fights and don't know nothing. How much was the tickets? The tickets were uh in total with taxes and everything, I think it was fifty something, like fifty four, fifty five dollars. Okay. For where we were sitting at, which were pretty good seats. Like we weren't sitting on the floor or nothing, but you know what I'm saying? Um Yeah. It was there. We we were there, we had good seats. So I don't know. I mean, they definitely it was packed. I'll tell you that. You know what I'm saying? It was packed. Everybody was there. Um, Patchy Mix and all of them was there. Uh, uh, Jason Jackson was there. That was the only cool thing. But I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna be a hundred percent real with you. PFL is getting punished if they fight these Bellator fighters because Bell- these Bellator niggas gonna whoop their ass. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. They whooping that ass, bro. Shit, you got some of these Bellator fighters talking about they want to beat UFC fighters. They're not even looking at PFL. No, I know. I know. That's very true. But if I'm them, like, sure, the UFC route at this point might be good because you already made a name for yourself in Bellator. So when you come into the UFC, you have more value. Um, But I would negotiate my contract. You know what I'm saying? Like like MVP's doing right now. If I'm gonna get the if I'm gonna get the Michael Chandler treatment, I'm coming to Bellator. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. If I'm gonna get if I'm getting the top five nigga and I'm getting, you know, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand my first fight like Michael Chandler did, then of course I'm going to the UFC. But if they trying to pay me some bullshit fifty, fifty K, fifty K or something, you know what I mean? I don't want that. I don't want that. So Mm. we'll see. But I know you didn't watch it. But based on what I what I told you about the event, what do you think? I mean, it's what I this is what I expected from PFL. I told you my first fight that I watched a Bellator was last week, right? Yeah. So I'm going to compare Bellator to PFL. I'm not. This is one thing about the UFC. We understand that the UFC doesn't pay their fighters. We know that's yeah. a fact, yeah. right? But what we can't say is that they're not the most entertaining. Mixed martial arts pro, uh, promotion out there, Very just true. based on everything, even how they run their YouTube page, how they run their, you know, all of that kind of thing. So, PFL yeah. got a long way to go, but at the same time, PFL is in the right direction now, though I I believe their owner, whatever his name, Ron Davis, Don Davis, or something, something like that. He's talking, know. he's t- he's talking crazy nowadays. He's becoming yeah. very aggressive. Yeah, and I know why, and it's like I said last week, it's because he got financial backup now. Yeah, he's talking crazy. He, he was just talking about um, what did he say? Offering Nate Diaz fifteen million to I fight Jake that. Paul. To fight, yeah, 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 to fight Jake Paul. Yep. 
That's Did crazy see, money. Also, also they, they, I mean, yeah, but you, we talked about this last episode. The reason why they can do that is because they got that, that old money. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what they're leading with now. Now they're throwing the stupid money. Right. So right now, PFL, I'm not interested. And I know it's going to sound crazy, but I'm just not really that crazy into it. But in time, I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch the, the popular fights, you know, and I'm going to leave it to y'all who really love the sport, who really dissect it. Y'all can watch PFL and then, you know, break it down to people like me. Yeah. I mean, there's here's the thing, though. I don't think I'm going to be watching it either, bro. I'm not really that interested because <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Like, your superstars didn't deliver, right? Like, the people who came were not. They were supposed to deliver, and they did not deliver. Prime example. Yeah. Everybody's talking about Kayla Harris and this, Kayla Harris and that. She went out there. She was supposed to punish this girl. She was, I mean, don't get me wrong. She had a lot of nasty judo judo trips and judo throws and shit in the fight. But the fight wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't really, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't really all of that. I didn't really care yeah. when I was watching. I was like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, you got a couple good judo throws. But like at the end of the day, you went to a decision like you're supposed to be this big bad scary person you want to fight cyborg cyborg don't really go to decisions like that and if she does it's an ass whooping you know what i'm saying cyborg yeah. is beating the shit out of these girls you out here judo throwing them and holding them on the ground for three rounds five rounds however long that was no one wants to see that shit bro and I, it's yeah, crazy bet. coming from me you know what i'm saying this is crazy coming from me because i'm the main one saying that other organizations need to get you know other opportunities this was their opportunity. This was PFL's big opportunity to do something, to show something. And it's not necessarily all on them, right? Like the fighters have to perform, but yeah. it goes to a, it goes back to something that we discussed a while back, which is if you making a bag, do you really care about your performance? Look at Derek Brunson. I mean, this nigga Derek Brunson said, I might never fight again because the PFL paid me so much. <laughs> The BFL paid me so much money, I might not even fight no more. That one fight got me set. Which is which is crazy as hell to me. Like I it's that dilemma. Yeah, fighters definitely deserve to get paid, but if you telling me that Derek Brunson should get paid one plus million dollars, I'm going to have to argue with you. I don't think he's a million dollar fighter. Nah. In my humble think, opinion. I'm so glad that you said that. Do you have any? Do you? I want to let you finish before I jump on that. No, nah, no. Nah, I mean, that's just that's all I can say about things like that. So, so PFL is cool and all, but there's only one king, and it's the UFC. Even if they don't pay fighters. Okay, I'm gonna be a hundred, and I hate that I'm saying this right now, bro. I really do. I really, I, I truly hate that this is what I'm about to say. When I, I remember while I was watching those PFL fights, and I'm sitting there, and I watch. You know, the, this heavyweight dude win this fight. I have no idea who this nigga is. And he just won a million dollars. The other dude, the Mexican dude, or no, not Mexican, the Peruvian dude, I forget his name. Uh, he won his fight, million dollars. Um, uh, you know, Impa won. He's a, I, I'm going to say, in my opinion, he's the only one that fought like a credible opponent, like a really good opponent. Um, that's not true. The, the welterweight guy was another one who fought. But it's like, I was impressed. Some people had impressive performances. But then I I sat back and I really thought about it. And I was like, was that worth a million dollars? If I'm if I'm PFL, 
If I'm PFL and I'm handing out a million dollar check, is the performances that I got for this million plus dollars for each person that fought worth the money? Yeah. And if I'm the dude that whatever that dude's name is, Don Davis, whatever his name is, if I'm him, the answer to that question is no, it's not because I was not entertained. I'm just my, being real. Right, so my so my question to you, since that was a tor- uh, tournament um, was format, a final. right? Uh, th- that was it, yeah. It was the end of the tournament. Yeah. So how many fights did they have to fight in order to get that million though? Uh, in total, five. That last one was the fifth fight. If you fought in the playoffs, but if not, then it's then it was. Well, no, yeah. I think everybody had five fights. Oh, so that million comes. The million doesn't come from that one fight. It comes from no, it does. your performance. The million comes from that one fight, that final. So you fight. would make. So how much were you? How much? I mean, I don't know if you know, depends, but so they were know, getting it depends, paid. It depends on the person, I get. I think, but everybody gets a certain amount of money, probably, and it goes up for every fight, I'm sure. And then the loser, so the winner gets a million. The loser of that fight gets two hundred fifty thousand. Damn, <laughs> that's that's a big drop off. I, I know. <laughs> no, I mean, Jeez. but you lost, so <laughs> you know. What nah, saying? nah, respect, respect. But yeah, I mean, bottom line, PFL, you got to do a lot more, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. And on top of that, like, sense. if you're trying to do it in the States on a Saturday when there's college football, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was, it was Friday night, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Even, all right so even Friday, because you also got the NBA. Oh, yeah. There's just I, too many sports it, going it, on, bro. You brother. know more about that than me because I don't, I don't watch nothing else. So yeah, it, it, it just, it was, it was just a heavy weekend, man. Heavy, heavy yeah. weekend. Um, okay. So with all that being said, I want to say this, and again, I know this sounds crazy coming from me, but it, it now that I'm seeing these things firsthand, and I went to this PFL event and I saw the production value, which again, I like the production value, I like the venue that they had, I like how they set everything up, and I thought that was dope. But when I look at everything and how much money they spent. And how much money they they're making? Can the UFC pay more for the fighters? One thousand percent. I think some certain fighters that they have definitely need to be getting paid more money. But at the end of the day, I think the UFC is doing it right when it comes to how much they're paying certain people for certain things. And that doesn't mean I'm not happy for people like Impa, right? Who won won his million dollars after getting knocked out by. Buckley like two years three years ago but yeah and he'll forever be known as the dude who got knocked out and he had a dumbass frohawk but it is what it is that's why he lost for real, for real. he had a frohawk no he didn't yeah he did he had a frohawk when he got slept that's why he lost oh now, oh, now he now he got a number two with a fade on the side you see what happens now he's a winner <laughs> he Stop being he dumb. himself yeah i mean so this is all i'm gonna say i do think that the ufc should pay more um I do think that a lot of the fighters in the UFC deserve to be paid more. And some of the fighters that are paid more deserve to be paid. I can't even say they deserve to be paid less because I'm also understanding now the value of the entertainment before the fight. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the trash talking before the fight. So I know who you are. Exactly. I see the value of it more now. I do. Yeah. I truly and do. Cause you, you UFC promo is crazy. And we got to also understand crazy. is the UFC paved the way for all of these other promotions. I, I remember did. when the UFC was illegal, bro. 
I yeah. remember when New York was saying hell no. I remember certain states were like saying no, we don't want this at all. And Dana and them, they had to fight. Yes. So if we just take our personal feelings aside of how they treat, and that's how they treat their mid to bottom fighters. Their top fighters nowadays are getting paid a million plus. Of we course. just seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You course. know what I mean? For a fight. So they're not. That's how you sustain that business. PFL is cool because you got that backing that you have right now, but yeah. it doesn't matter how much money you throw if you if you're if the production value and everything is not hitting with us. And if you gotta throw that format away, I'm sorry. It's not it, uh, to me. Yeah, that format is I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to see a story. Like I know that's how they try to, you know, oh, you follow your favorite fighter throughout these whole rounds, but brother, I I mean who am I though? I'm a nobody in somebody's no, no, world. You're saying you're a nobody, but you are their audience. You're the person that they're trying to get. You're their audience. So yeah, if you well, don't I, give a fuck, if they can't capture your attention, that's the problem. If the fact that they can't they, they, that the fact that they can barely capture and hold my attention is a problem. And I'm a professional yeah. fighter. I'm the one who's supposed to want to watch this. I'm the hardcore fan. And I don't care. You know what I mean? So I feel you. I feel you. And the UFC paying now, like I'm back then and whatever they weren't paying shit. Kind of sorta, yes, they are paying now. Kind of sorta, yeah. I'm only saying they're paying now because I'm going to keep saying it. Kevin Holland gets paid two hundred fifty thousand to fight. He got. I mean, it, it, that fucker yeah, got three hundred and something. <laughs> three yeah, and, and so if you shit. if you're a mid fighter and you getting paid three something thousand, three hundred thousand plus. Mm. And you fight three, four times a year, you're good. You made a mil plus that year. That's facts. But, but if gotta, I'm, but you got to remember something too, and it's not to take anything away from that. But he also does whatever the fuck the UFC says. Yeah, yeah that's a whole that's a whole another topic. But right, right. Yeah, but then when you got the Islams, you got the Volks getting four or five million a fight. They deserve that. So it, it's oh, uh, it's all true. it's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance, man. Okay. Um, let me throw these super chats up here before we move on. Um, shout out to Ryan. Thank you, my friend. He said fifty four dollars. I'm going to UFC Toronto, and fifty four dollars won't even get you popcorn. But there's a difference, right? Because the the <laughs> the value that you're getting when you go watch that. I don't even remember who who was on that UFC Toronto card, but I already know you're excited to watch that. The fight is going. Whatever fight it is, is going to be bangers. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. 54 won't even get you up. I know he's sizing it, but... No, nah, I mean, but, yeah, because the popcorn is $20. That's why. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want popcorn? I'll be damned. I'll be if outside eating food. Fights, if you bring your girl to the fights, it's two popcorn. That's $40 just for popcorn. Yeah, now nah, I'm going there as a single man, then. You're not. Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> you better pay for your own meal. And a drink? Don't even get me started on a drink. It's $15 for a beer. I'm sharp. I'm, I'm so sharp. Um... Okay, and then Ryan, thank you again for your super chat. He said, genuinely, UFC prelims are better than PFL main events. You know, had I not gone to this event, I might have argued with you, but I cannot argue right now. I just can't mm. argue right now. Um, Let me look at some of these comments before I, uh, on the other side, before we move on. We got some people in here. Nate, Big Nate said, nosebleed tickets are $650. It's crazy over here in Toronto. That's crazy. Oh, that, that, that's sick. $650? Yeah. Hell nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not happening. Cairo said, uh, you must have missed the article written 
about how Nate Diaz was making 20 and 20 for the majority of his career. I mean, yeah, I feel you. Yo, that is. I'll be striking, said Dana not letting these bums bankrupt him. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, though. <laughs> he, he'll be damned. That's funny. He'll be damned. Because in his head, like I said, man, that boy, didn't, that man didn't put in work. Everybody was telling him no. It was never going to succeed. And then, bam, it's the number one MMA product out there. Yeah. Hold on. So, this is a very interesting comment. Vast, what's up, Vast? Vast said, sounds like Sunni felt underwhelmed because he wasn't invested in the story of the PFL fight season. Here's the thing, though. How the fuck am I going to get invested in the PFL fight season? Number one, I need like I need to know when it's happening. I need to know who's fighting in the tournament. I need there to be more promotion. As someone who watches MMA, maybe they need more coverage from ESPN. Maybe they need something. They need something. I don't know what they need, but they need something. And whatever it is that they got ain't working. They need more social media. They need something because it's not working right now. So the only like they need perfect example. Francis versus Deontay. Everybody. I can't really argue with that. But every everybody that fought on that card, out of everybody that fought on that card, I only knew, what, maybe three people? Three people. Four people. I knew four people out of all the people that fought on that card. I knew I know Impa, because we follow each other on Instagram, and I seen, I remember that knockout, right? Um, I knew about uh, Kayla Harrison, because they promote the fuck out of her. Right. They also spending mad money, so they better promote the fuck out of her. They need to get their money back. Um, they promoted the fuck out of uh Larissa Lar- what's her name? Larissa Larissa Pacheco, the the champion right now, the girl who beat Kayla. I know her only because she beat Kayla. And uh the the other dude, what's his name? Um, Cy. Uh I forget his the the dude that looked like Anderson Silva. Skinnier version of Anderson Silva. Those are the only people that I knew. Right. So it's like I and and all of their performances with this exception of Impa were underwhelming. The girl who beat up Kayla Harrison went to a decision with a girl she should have knocked out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Ray Cooper. This Nick yo. Let me let me choose my words carefully. Ray Cooper. Laid on the ground and just let this man had Derek Brunson punching him in the face. Anonymous. Derek Brunson is punching him in the fucking face in mount. And he's just doing this. He's laying on the ground just doing this while he's getting punched in the face. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Derek Brunson got probably got at least two hundred thousand dollars to beat up on Ray Cooper, who sat in mount and did this. For for three rounds, mm. and Ray Cooper, I, I did see that Ray Cooper uh, almost knocked his ass out too, bro. Like three times, <laughs> so three times. Yeah, so that's crazy. Insane. I mean, you got to get in where you fit in. PFL is more Cisco's uh, style. That's where he belongs. Cause I, cause I did. I don't know the quote that he said, but he was basically trying to downplay UFC's talent. Like after he left, he said some kind of comment. I I I don't have it on me. Yeah, but he, I think he, he said something along the lines of like I was in the in the top ten of the UFC, beating up all those guys, and they going on to, to fight for the titles and win titles and shit like that. 
He's like, I'm better than all these guys, so I'm gonna go over here to PFL. Some shit like that. Something like that. Yeah, it, it was it was just a it was a whole bunch of nothing. It's like, bro, you you weren't wanted. You got kicked out pretty much. Yeah. And now you in the PFL and you're doing your thing. Congratulations. But Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just the way his body is built that I don't like him. There's something about him that I just don't like. So it is what it is. I don't like his voice. I don't like the way he talks. But let, let, I'm going to throw the super chat up. Shout out to Patty C. Thank you. Appreciate you. They said, do you think that was $1 million being the prize? There should be They should be super strict about having boring fights or point fighting. I... I I agree because one does that right. Like if you take too long, if you're sitting in one position and you're not, you know, swinging and and trying to attack, you're not pressing forward. They give you a yellow card, and then if you get too many of those, they they deduct uh, money out of your pay. So you get paid less money for not being exciting. In the UFC, if you get knockouts and shit like that, if you get to have a good performance, you get an extra fifty thousand. You know what I'm mm. saying? So. There is an incentive for them, but in the PFL, and damn it, again, I hate that I'm saying this right now. I really do. But in the PFL, they're basically saying, like, you guaranteed this money no matter what. So you already you already got your money before you even fight. You already know how much you're getting. I'm getting 100000 I'm getting 50000 There's no bonuses yeah. over here. So this is what I'm getting. So I already know this is the most money I'm making. This nigga, Derek Brunson, made $200,000. He would have never touched that in the US. Huh? Yeah, and he wouldn't he wouldn't touch that in the UFC. I don't know how much he was getting paid over there, but I don't know how much he was getting paid. Maybe he was making that much money. I don't know. But what I will say is this however much money he made at PFL, he knew win, lose, or draw, I'm making the most amount of money I've ever been paid for a fight. I don't gotta do nothing but take this motherfucker down and hold him. And that's basically what he did. Mm. There's no exactly. Let me read this one right here. There's no incentive. ER said there's no incentive to be exciting. And that that is what I thought was the issue with this. It's not that I don't think that these fighters don't deserve a million dollars, right? I think we all deserve that much money. If you're a fighter and you're consistently fighting, I think you deserve that money because you're putting your body and your health on the line for the entertainment of other people, right? And if the promotions yeah. are going to get that money, then you should get a piece of that. But at the end of the day... We are also in the entertainment business. So you better find a way to entertain one way or another. If you're going to be like Mayweather and, and jab a motherfucker's face off for 12 rounds and be quote unquote boring, then you better talk so much shit that people pay for that pay-per-view. You better talk so much shit that they're invested in this story and they want to see what happened. Mm. That's, that's all I can say. Because not only did nobody really talk shit, and I didn't give a fuck about anything that was going on, but these niggas got paid a million dollars for what? For what? <laughs> so, if so I'm you should be fighting. PFL, what did I just pay these niggas a million dollars for? That's what I want to know. What, what is my what is my ROI? Not a goddamn thing. What you should so you basically should be a PFL fighter. Get that million yeah. dollar real quick. Call it quits, my boy. As much shit as I just talked. I would I would go to PFL in a heartbeat because I Absolutely. would make all my money and none of these niggas would know who I am. Great. Give me three hundred thousand. I'll go buy a house and y'all will never see me again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I would go buy a house and never y'all never see me again. Don't let me get Derek Brunson money. I will fight three times, make a million dollars, and y'all will never see me again. Mm. You know what I'm okay. saying? But but people 
I get it. And bro. it's less work too. You know, you're it's not like, in the limbo. Bro, you, you, I fought three times in a year. I made a million dollars. I can retire. This other, what's your man's name? Uh, 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 Olivier, whatever the fuck, GSP's man's. That was the shit, yo. That was one of the worst fights I've ever seen. Mm. This motherfucker talking about he could beat Islam. No, you can't. Anyways, that was one of the worst fights I've ever watched. I was damn near falling. Yo, Nick was with us. I don't know if you remember Nick, the uh, young dude that, that trained with us before. He was at the fights, bro. This man was literally snoring. He's sitting there, He's sitting two seats away from me snoring. He's like, my man's out, bro, watching this fight. It was boring I'm glad you. Listen, I'm glad you saying that. Because if a casual said that, we're some haters. I'm glad a professional could actually tell us that this shit is some shit. That's, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, like how we thought it was. And you actually went to this event. You actually put money into it. You invested money. into it. You know what I'm saying? I paid money. I was you, there. $54. So that's, that's a gas tank, brother. You know what I mean? That's a lot. It is what it is. It was, I, let me, I'll say this, though. It was worth the $54. Now, if you told me the ticket was $250, then now we talking something different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I want to put this comment up from Diego. He just put it up. I just saw it. He said, can you blame casuals for only watching UFC if these other companies are not as exciting? I'm going to let nope. you answer that, Anonymous. No, you can't. I mean, it's, it's the message I've been saying since day one. Like, most casuals, I think people need to understand. They probably do because some of these people are casuals in here. I don't care what they're saying. Most casuals, bro. We're, we watch multiple sports. Just because we're not knowledgeable on one aspect, we're knowledgeable about multiple things. We watch every type of sport. So the UFC catches our eye because of everything, bro. The production, the, the talent, all of that. And and a shout out to Dana White, too, because he got a mouthpiece on him. He be saying some dumb shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he also, and one thing I do respect about him is he stands on shit. Regardless, if, 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 if a sponsorship tells him to not turn this ad down, whatever, he'll tell him, like he said on Theo Vaughn's podcast, Fuck you. I don't want your sponsorship money anymore. That's the type of shit I love. So if I'm a casual, that's how you buy my, my, um, how I view you. I'm like, I bet. Now I want to watch you more. Why the fuck would I want to watch PFL? I, I, for, I'm not going to lie to you, Sunit. If I'm going to be honest with you, I hate that blue font. I hate that blue and red font. I hate all of that shit. I hate it all with a passion. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not appeasing to my eyes, bro. I hate the way the PFL is spelled. I hate that crown. Under PFL on top of however the fuck it is. I don't like none of that. I don't like none of that. But once again, who am I? I'm just saying, when I'm looking at it, that shit all looks amateurish to me. It looks like we can design that website in two seconds. I can design that font in two seconds. I can design that logo in two seconds. Yeah. Like, this is the perfect time to revamp this whole shit. Change your color scheme. That shit is trash. I don't care how many Jake Pauls and Francis Nagano you have. They don't fight. They don't fight. And I want to ask you a question, soon. Yeah. Was Nagano a failure? Having Nagano, because I'm thinking in my head, maybe it's too early or whatever, but bringing them onto the platform was going to bring multiple other fighters with them. That's That was the thought process, I, I would believe. Or have, like, more popular fighters come with them. Besides Derek Brunson, who else came from the UFC? He wasn't wanted. I don't know. I don't know if... So I think that the PFL is trying to play the long game, right? And when I say that, I mean, like, kind of like what Bellator was doing. But the thing is, they're not going to win by getting ex-UFC fighters. Like, that's a short-term strategy, which will get the people who are invested in those particular fighters, if they're exciting, 
to come over and watch them in another organization. The problem is they are not, they are not, um, they're not building their own stars, right? Like that's one thing that Bellator was doing really well. Even if they didn't have as many stars, they were building their stars. We know who the fuck Patchy Mix is. We know who AJ McKee is. We know who the Pitbull brothers are. You know, we know, we knew who Michael Chandler was. We knew who uh, uh, Eddie Alvarez was. We knew who all these guys who came through Bellator, right? But yeah. there's, and they did a decent job of building those people. My issue with it is that they're not putting enough money into marketing. And we know that the UFC puts yes. damn near all their fucking money into marketing, right? Yep. They spend yep. millions yep. of dollars marketing each fighter so you know who the fuck they are, you know, and Again, I hate I, I I really do hate that I'm about to say this. And while I don't agree with it, I understand why the UFC is doing this thing where they own your name and likeness. Because if I, if we're about to spend half a million dollars to market you, we should own your name for a certain amount of time. I'm not saying that you need to own it forever <laughs> in perpetuity, because that's crazy, right? But I do understand to an extent why the UFC would say that because they spend so much fucking money marketing. No other company is going to do that because think about it. Every fighter that has fought in the UFC that has gained, that has been at least mid tier. We know who the fuck they are. Yeah. We know who they are because the UFC has marketed them. We, and, and, and I see some, somebody, Tariq just said, hell no. <laughs> Tariq said, hell no, but let's think about it. Right. Tariq, hey, one thing about Tariq, he's consistent. He is consistent. He disagrees a lot, but that's okay. I'm going (laughs) to just say this. I'm going to name a couple fighters that are probably mid or below mid that we still know who the fuck they are. Anonymous. Do you remember who Houston Alexander was? Is he ball-headed? He is ball-headed. And he had a goatee. Yeah, I do. And he fought Kimbo. Yeah, I remember. Who Houston Alexander is. He was a mid fighter at best. And I liked Houston Alexander, but he never he was never a top fighter. He was never anything more than a brawler. But I know who he is. A lot of fighters that was watching the UFC at that time knew who he was. Yep, There's other definitely. people that, that I can't really think about right now, but we know here's another one. I mean, he was a top fighter, but we a lot of us know who the fuck Kenny Florian was, right? Because the yep. UFC marketed him. We talk about all these Frank Trigg, Tito Ortiz, all these old fighters that we still know today because the UFC marketed the fuck out of them. They made sure that if you're going to watch us, it's going to be because you care about these fighters. And yes, we know that the, that, the, that the brand is strong, right? The UFC brand is strong. But they all they made the brand strong because they pushed the fuck out of the fighters. They made sure you knew who the fighters were and you were tuning in to watch these fighters for one reason or another, whether it's because you didn't like them whether it's because you saw them arguing with another fighter like Tito Ortiz and Dana White was going to fight how many times Tito had the beef with Chuck Liddell. They was going back and forth. How many times Tito, they Tito ducked that rep too. Tito did? Oh, yeah. Well, I heard about that. The Dana said he accepted it or whatever. Yeah, he ducked that rep. Well, that's what they say. We'll see. We'll see. But at the end of the day, the point I'm trying to make with all of this is they do a, they do a really good job of marketing everybody. And yes, they all do. these all these other organizations, they might pay more money, they might take better care of you, 
They might do all these things, but at the end of the day, if you use it correctly, the marketing from the UFC will make you money for the rest of your life. If you use it correctly. Yeah, if you use I know, it I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. But you could this go what to I was PFL about. and be a champion and no one will give a fuck. <laughs> exactly. Most of these people who just won this million dollar fight, if they don't be consistent with it, we're not, we're not going to hear from them again. That's the only million. That's the most money you're going to make because you can't use your name to make anything else. Bruh, me and Patchy Mix have the same amount of followers and this nigga has accomplished 50 times more than I have. How is that possible? That's, that's a perfect uh, example right there. Patchy Mix has accomplished... 50 times more than I have, and we have the same amount of followers on Instagram. This nigga got a million dollars in his bank account right now from winning that tournament. Mm. I have $57 in my bank account, and we have the same. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you spend a majority of that bitch on PFL. Exactly. Exactly. That's the point I'm trying to make. You know what I'm saying? So... This is what I mean, bro. Like, it, it's just, it's weird, bro. It's weird. It's yeah, weird. It's crazy. It's, it is crazy. So, AA <laughs> hey, hey, is disgusting. That's funny as hey, hell. Hey, man. Um, hold on. Let me just make sure we don't have any other super chats in here, real quick. Um, no, we don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> Teresa, <laughs> Teresa, holy shit, Sunni, you right. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. Yeah. And I love Patchy Mix. The reason why I brought him up is because I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with his fighting style. In my opinion, I think he should win fighter of the year. You know what I mean? For everything he did this year. But again, people don't wrong. care. Like no one cares, bro. They should care, but people don't. Exactly. So that's why you gotta go to the UFC and and try. To... But at the same time, though. It doesn't matter if he's getting paid a million dollars, you know? So it is what well, it is. It, it doesn't for him. to a certain extent. And the reason I say that is because if you know how to use the marketing that the UFC gives you, yes, you make you you might make less money as a mid-tier fighter, right? But as a mid-tier fighter, you can also go out and get endorsements simply because you're a fucking UFC fighter. You have a couple good yep. performances motherfuckers are going to follow you because they see they got to see your story. They got to see you fight. You got a post-fight interview. They post that shit up on their fucking YouTube. They post it up on their Instagram. They're going to market the fuck out of you. Bruh, my man. Uh, I don't know if y'all know about him. His name is uh, Spike Carlisle. He fought in the UFC. He had three fights in the UFC. Before he got in the UFC, I don't remember what his follower count was, but he didn't have as many. And he was he exciting fighter. He fought he fought in all kinds of different organizations in California. He fought Bellator. He fought a bunch of different spots. He gets into the UFC. He has three exciting fights in the UFC. His his name everything skyrockets. After that, he goes over. He's in fucking Bellator fighting. He fought AJ McKee. Had an exciting fight. He goes over to fucking Japan. This motherfucker been fighting in Japan. His last couple fights, he had like three or four fights in Japan fighting in Risen, like. All because he fought in the UFC and got his name up. Now he can go anywhere and make a bag and other organizations fight him. Because he fought in the UFC. Three fights. Three fights. That's all it took for him to get his name up. And they, they barely marketed him. I don't want to say barely, but they marketed him a, a But you also have to... 
Yeah, I mean, they'll do their best to market you, but you're, this is what we were saying about when we were talking about the one contract and everything. Yeah. And I was saying, it's your job as a fighter to be marketable if you yeah. want to be in that type of, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, <laughs> look at Sean O'Malley. Real quick, shout out to shout out to uh, Jermaine Jam. He sent us a super chat for 50 bucks. He said... And that, hey, show, that's a big boy. Hey, just, yeah. <laughs> just showing love. He said, "Now you have one hundred and seven dollars. Respect." <laughs> hey, respect. That's that's love. That's love. Hey, try to get a refund on your PFL tickets too. Man. <laughs> Much love, Jermaine. Much love. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, um, that's that's huge love. Here's here's a here's another perfect example. Kai just sent this. He said. Izzy got the million dollar prime deal because his IG was popping off. Uh, him spamming memes and edits of the Poetan knockout. It's all about marketing mm-hmm. yourself and building the brand. Exactly. 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 Even if I, even even though I'm not a fan of how you market yourself, Israel, yeah. he does it the correct way. I'm not a fan of um, Sean O'Malley how he presents himself, but he does it the right way. Right. Like. Right. No matter how you do it, it's not up to me to uh, judge you how you do it. As long as you do it. So you can't be crying in the corner and expecting the UFC to do all the work for you. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, you know? I, will, I will say this. The only person I can say I disagree with. Okay, Tariq just said something, and I'm, I want to get to that. But uh, re- remember, though, Demetrius Johnson was out here suplexing niggas into arm bars and shit, and they wasn't paying him nothing. Yeah, but you got to understand, but, but DJ, right? That was just a bad time. I'm not going to lie to you. That division, they were thinking about cutting that whole division. They really weren't, you know, it was just a lot of bullshit that was going on around that time. But just imagine a DJ now in the UFC. He's getting that five million. He's getting that because that's the kind of attention he, you know, he's just an unfortunate circumstance because it was bad timing. Yeah. And he had a bad relationship with Dana. And Dana hated that division. But look at that division now. So I know. I know. Look at him now. Um, so this here, but Tariq, so Tariq said something interesting. He said, what about Leon Edwards? Leon is low-key. Leon is low-key, but guess what? Leon had a moment, and he capitalized on that motherfucking moment. He, he was low-key. He was low-key all the way up until Usman. Then he knocked out Usman, and they put the camera in his face, and he did exactly what the fuck he was supposed to do. Yep. He got in front of that camera and said, bang, headshot, dead. Immediately. Everyone, yeah, everybody went crazy. I was like, that's everybody the coldest line ever. That's the coldest And on top ever. of that, and when his uh, trainer was giving him that Rocky speech, come on, yep. brother. And yep. his name is, is Rocky. His like, all of that shit Rocky. just, it's perfect. It, it was just perfect. So that's why but guess it what? worked but for guess him. What? But guess what, Anonymous? Guess what? what? The reason why that's dope is because the UFC, how did they package that shit? Oh, they, mar- exactly, because of the UFC. They packaged that shit perfectly exactly. after it happened. Oh my god! What, hey, what's that joint called on on you on YouTube? Every time they have a fight, um, the, the countdowns. You know, bro, that that countdowns is untouchable. The countdowns, bro, that's like a little mini movie. The narrator, the the, the it, all of that is perfect. It's perfect. Man. That's it's what I'm perfect, saying. Dog, it's perfect. So people can hate NFL all they want. To do that shit, but you got to keep doing it. You got to you got to promote the fuck out of that. And there's certain fighters who their skills will do the talking for them. They don't got to do too much talking. You might yeah. say one or two things. Like Anderson Silva, he ain't really talk shit, but you knew. Yeah, you knew. Some exactly high life shit was going to happen. Front kicking niggas in the face. That's what's 
yeah so you don't always have to talk shit or yeah. you know go crazy but yeah the ufc does this job you got to do your job and yep. if you don't do your job that's your fault yep and, that's how and, i'm looking at it no I, and i agree with you 100 percent. and i and, and that's I why use... i'm really so i right. apologize i don't want to cut you because no, because this dude asked me what about hill i'm not gonna have a, a jamal hill tandage uh whatever but i could say this he's not what are you marketing when it comes to jamal hill what what, what can you market yeah, there isn't anything there's no because if you want to market just his skills i right, go ahead and do that but then he talks yeah. and when he talks it turns you off yeah and maybe that's why he's upset you know maybe that's why like he's not he, he feels like he's not getting that love and but that's like i previously said hey one person damn near tried to call me a racist sunny a, bla a black man tried to call another black man <laughs> racist because they say that i'm attacking all black fighters I don't attack oh, anybody, but the, the comments on the last he, video. He, hey, Basuni, I and chat. I need y'all to. I need y'all to understand one thing. I don't attack <laughs> nobody, but losers. <laughs> that is it. If you lose and you just happen to be black, you just happen to be black. I'm sorry. If you lose and you're white, you just happen to be white. There is no racism in that shit, and it's so weak when y'all try to use racism against a nigga like me, who's the definition of black. That's corny as shit so corny <laughs> just you should get mad at your favorite fighter your favorite fighter is getting beat by white men that's not my problem that's that's their problem tell you to write your favorite fighter a paragraph and tell him what he can do better because that's what y'all i swear they think they could do better so go ahead and do that <laughs> and lastly stop being victims young niggas be, i swear they be acting like victims sooner yeah like dang brother let me talk and let me have my opinion <laughs> i'm a racist get out of here that's the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. I'm a racist. Me? That, last week, what were they calling us? So they were calling me and you a racist for, for attacking white folks. I know. All of a sudden, <laughs> I, I, I attack these people's favorite fighters. Now we racist. Man, get the fuck out of here, you victim-ass niggas. <laughs> Tell me you a victim without telling me you're a victim. You probably oh, was Black God. Lives Matter since a front row. Okay. Let's... <laughs> Let's go. Let's Black Lives on. Matter was a scam, okay? And that's <laughs> no, what and these no, victims over here. Come on, man. I'm tired of these people, Sony. I'm tired. I've been trying to be cool, brother. I've been trying to be cool. I bet I bet they had their IGs all blacked out at that time. I remember that shit. Everybody had their IGs blacked out because yep. of Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Brother, obviously Black posting, Lives Matter. Post, posting black squares and shit. Yeah, obviously our lives matter, motherfucker. But that's not the point. The point is that shit was ran by two LGBTQ, A plus, whatever the fuck you want to call them. It was ran by them. And they scammed y'all niggas for their blood. <laughs> and you get mad at a person like me for saying your favorite fighter got wait, beat up okay, by a wait. white boy. Wait. Get out of right, here. Wait. You going in right now. Wait, wait. Just wait. Just wait. No. So they mad at me because they followed the scam. <laughs> Black lives matter, you bitch. I, obviously. <laughs> You saying dumb okay. shit. Wait, 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 wait. All right, all right, all right. We got to get into this now. Um, we got to talk about the um uh we got to talk about two things actually. I want to talk about Ian Gary, but I kind of want to talk about uh Diddy having 17 million uh sexual assault allegations now. Hey, hey, uh, hey, if if it's going like that, hey, Sunny, I got I got to uh, admit something. Uh-oh. I, I too, I too was fondled by uh Diddy. <laughs> I got a hundred and fifty million dollar uh, lawsuit coming up. 
right? I need y'all support. So let's let's make it happen. That's all I gotta say. That oh. shit is crazy. I knew he was evil. I knew he was evil since day one. You know what's funny about that? For the longest time, I was like, man, he killed Biggie. He killed Tupac. He killed. I mean, I feel like a lot I of knew it. Thought, a lot of people thought that too. Yeah, he was behind the scenes. He definitely was behind the scenes of killing Pac. I don't care what no one says. There was a million dollar hit in LA. Yeah. I did my homework because of DJ Vlad. Shout out DJ Vlad. I know a lot of people don't like him, but. Well, there was some other shit. Well, yeah, we let's not get too deep on that side right now. But the, hey, somebody said, and somebody just wrote it too. Somebody on Instagram says, Surviving Diddy is going to be a crazy documentary on Netflix. Low key, that shit's going to be lit. I get, not, not, I'm not saying, I'm not making fun of nobody's, you know, circumstances and shit that happened, but I know that. Doc, I'm, I never watched Surviving R. Kelly, but I'm watching Surviving Diddy when that shit dropped. Brother, I've never seen somebody settle so fast in, Dog, 20, in under 24 hours. Day. And under million. twenty, and under twenty four hours, and then when I read what was going on, I was like, "Bruh," oh, and he's right. talking about God and all of this. Oh. I know what type of God he's talking about. He ain't talking about God, God. He's talking about the devil, cause oh, all of that is crazy. No, brother, come on. You did you read what he was doing? Come, I don't want to nah, get too deep read, into it. I don't like reading stuff like that. I didn't read that. I did, I did, and he basically. I'm not gonna go whatever, but I'll just say this. He would hire, allegedly, because, you know, these motherfuckers, they listen to and run with it. Allegedly, he would hire uh, male prostitutes and watch Whoa. watch them Whoa. Uh, crush her. Back. Hold on. Hold on. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. Yeah. You said he did what? He would he would buy male prostitutes and then have them crush Cassie in front of him. Like a cuck that he is. Oh, so she was... Oh... She was getting beat by prostitutes. Not like physically beat. I'm talking about yeah, like yeah, sexual. Yeah, like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's getting okay, hit. Okay, now, now let me. Allegedly. Please. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. But please don't. I don't need nobody to attack me for this. I have a genuine question. If she's accepting this because she's getting money, she's getting a lifestyle, she's being paid. Are we considering this to be essay? If she accepted um, money. And a lifestyle from from him, and then is now coming out after the fact saying I was not like I didn't like I regret doing it or whatever the case may be. Are we saying and again? I'm not saying that he's wrong. I'm not saying that he's wrong, or he's not yeah, wrong. Fact, Excuse me. I'm not saying that he's not wrong. Yeah. I'm just asking the question. What do you think about that? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, this I was just gonna say that. This yeah, is a yeah. new this is a new piece of information. So uh Jew Allen says she was getting drugged and beat too and she was nineteen. Okay. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. That um, makes a little bit yeah, more sense now. That makes a little yeah, bit Yeah, that's what I was gonna respond. I was gonna say that. Okay. And on top of that, you know, she might have been a little, you know, freak, but then man, he probably took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, nah. That's I always true. knew that man was a freaky dude because when he told them dudes um, on making the band walk a, a, a 40 miles or whatever to go grab some cheesecake, yeah, brother, just for the hell of it, just to watch him do it, I was like, this man loves power. There was no reason for them to do that. He just made them go walk miles and miles to go grab some cheesecake. I said, this man is evil. So, <laughs> okay, so. Some freaks. All right, so now. Let's let's skip over this Diddy conversation. I, that's a that's another conversation for another day. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Oh shit! I forgot about that. 
made it uh, when Diddy did that shit and was like, go get me some Cambodian breast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, Dalla was heated. Dave Chappelle's a legend, bro. He did that shit. He did the 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 R. Kelly shit. He's he's a he's he uh foreshadowed all of these things. Um yeah, okay. Man. So I know you wanted to talk about this. So let's 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 get it out here. Ian Gary. So I have been, you know, hanging out with my family and whatnot. So I haven't really been keeping up with what's going on. So please fill me and and the 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 audience in on what is going on. Cause I don't really know too much about what's going on. Well, I'm like pretty sure the audience knows what's going on but just a quick summary um i remember when you and i were talking about ian gary and ian gary took his wife's last name and there were people saying what does that matter and i couldn't really say what i wanted to say because of being pc but now fuck it he is it's it's out the back this is why you don't ian gary's 26 his lady is 40 years old 40 plus years old is she really yeah yeah, same, she, she's a groomer. Same, the same lady? Yeah, she's a groomer. She don't look... Well, when, I was saying that because she don't look that old. I'm surprising for a white lady for her to be... For her to look that young. Let me look. Ian Gary. He got yeah, on her page. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. He definitely got on her page. Oh, yeah, no, basically. Yeah, he, never mind, he, never mind. She does look She does look kind of old. I mean, she's still she's still attractive, but she does. You could tell she's older for sure. Brother, brother, damn the attractiveness, damn how she looks. We don't care about that. All I'm saying is, Ian Gary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You taking her last name was the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. A man taking. I'm not a sexist. I love women. I love my mother, but there's no reason for you to take. I mean, there is a reason if you can find a reason. But what I'm trying to say is, Sunni, she groomed that man. He made her take her last name. Yeah. She has a book called how i don't want to say it wrong chat will correct me yes how to how to how to get a a a wag i don't know that's a uk reference let me look here you know what she is sunni you know britney renner yeah when she when britney renner was talking about how to get a male athlete yeah that's what she is oh she's the equivalent she's the white version of britney renner pretty much okay when it comes to how to get a um an athlete and the only reason why I want to talk about it is because Wait, Sean and Strickland, I heard this too. Tell me if tell me if I'm wrong about this. Her her ex-husband also lives in the same house with all of them. No, don't tell me that because I didn't know that. Is that true? That's what I. That's what I. Chat. Let me know. Oh my know god, Ian Gary. I've. I don't know how, bro. She yeah, she's forty. She's forty years old. I, hold on, Felix. I'm all wrong. You said the book was satire, written in 2010. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Let me. So let she me... wrote. She wrote it. After... In 2010, Ian Gary was probably like 12 years old. Okay, hold on. UFC star Ian Gary, Aries, Gary's wife, fires back at critics after wag book resurfaced. Uh, what is this book about? Who fights with? Uh huh. Instagram account. Okay. It doesn't tell me. Okay, I wrote a book called How to Be a Wag. Now, that statement itself is a bit of a stretch. I can hardly call myself an author of an 11-page Audible-only satire story that was written in 2010. Now that context is key because that was during the FIFA World Cup when I was working with OK Magazine and various different gossip magazines, she said on Instagram. What does that mean? 
I don't know. Basically saying we were creating this hilarious satire look at wives and girlfriends in football. That's what WAG stands for. Wives and girls in football. Okay. So continue. Go ahead. No, I mean, there's not, there's not much. Because Chad already knows. They've been telling me things I didn't even know. So she's 40. Her ex-husband is Ian's nutritionist. Nutritionist. Yeah, we knew about that. Yeah. And they they live together. They allegedly lived. Oh, let me put this up on the screen so y'all can see it. So they allegedly live together. Kai says she's 40. Her ex-husband is Ian Gary's nutritionist. They allegedly live together and he took the ex-husband. Nah, chill, son. Is that true? Wait, what? Nah, the ex-husband's last name? And the only reason why I even care, right? Because although I was making fun of Dookie Dreads, he was talking so much shit about Dookie Dreads. And he was talking like he was this crazy-ass dude. And to come to find out, he's really a simp-ass dude. Your last name is her ex-husband's last name, allegedly? Okay, no, 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 no. It's not. It's not. So it says here. It's hers, though, right? Yeah, so her last name is Machado. And she was married to a guy named Richard Cullen. Uh, and they had a son in 2014. Then she married Ian Gary in 2022. And uh, last year, April 2022, it was announced that Machado was pregnant with her second child and Ian Gary's first child with her. So she's a single mom, married again. This is crazy. All, all I know is, look, man, I truly, truthfully, I don't really care, but I do care in the sense of that is not how we're supposed I'm not going to say all of us, but that's not a role model that you should have, gentlemen, period. All right? How you can talk all this crazy shit and then behind the scenes, you really a basic dude. You really a simp. And when he's 40, she's going to be 65 years old. That's crazy to me. Like, it, it, it doesn't get any better. She's at her oldest. I, I know it's going to make it sound like we're, you know, beating on women and talking shit, and it's not that. It's just that because his character, if it was anybody else, I wouldn't even care too much. But because he was talking so much shit, you have to expose this shit. And then for him to do um and say and threaten Sean Strickland with a lawsuit for Sean Strickland just talking shit, like, Wait, it, all of this shit is goofy. Yeah. Bro, this is he all said this, it, this is all news. Yeah, he, he tried he's he's trying to hit him with a defamation lawsuit. Hold he's on, a bro. victim. Wait, like, come on, brother. Yeah, you know you that sound like right now. You remember that one dude? You're a victim. When he was rapping. <laughs> Hold on. No, Sean but that's Strickland what they are. Okay. Ian Gary. Oh shit. Yeah, he is threatening us. This is too Brendan Schaub got in the middle of this. Of course he did. Whatever. Oh Lord, he! I want to hear what Sean Strickland said, or did he write something? Oh nah, shit! Sean Strickland, he he, he showed the DMs. Lord have mercy. He showed. You said he showed DMs. Yeah, he showed the DMs of of um, Ian reaching out to Sean saying, "Please take it down, or I'm gonna I'm gonna sue you." Pretty much. Oh. And Sean Strickland showed the whole world. I've never seen somebody lose their stock value so fast. So Sean Strickland, Sean Strickland posted something that said, you know, I never talk about 
a fighter's girl, but fuck. I almost feel bad for Ian Gary at this point. Bro, your girl is a succubus. Sorry, bro. It happens to us all at least once. You got played. Hope you have a good prenup. Ooh-wee. Mm. Then he's... Ooh. He said, I never talk about anybody's spouses, but this ain't right. Ian Gary, I remember I met you in New York. You were with this fine-ass girl. She had the little nipple coverings, and we all fucking seen it. Ooh. I remember thinking to myself, there ain't something... There's... There ain't something right about that girl. Something about that woman ain't fucking right. The way she walked, the way she looked, the way she talked, I knew it. Now I found out you're 26 and she's fucking 40. The ex-fucking husband lives with you. You took her last name, motherfucker. She wrote a book on how to be a wag. I didn't even know what a wag was until now. You gotta run away, bro. Holy shit. Oh my god. Oh my God! This I mean, is craziness, bro. Sean, Sean pretty much said what I would have said, you know. Once again, we're not attacking anything, but just I just I don't understand it. That's all I'm saying. I just don't understand yeah. it. Yeah. I don't understand taking the last name. I don't understand her being forty plus years old, you being twenty six. But then again, there's a such thing as love, right? And yeah. love is blind. Love will take over your mind. Yeah, it will. Whatever that fucking song was. And it'll have you doing some wild shit. So I want to play what Sean Strickland said um, to Ian Gary when he threatened to sue him. And this motherfucker, he says, I'm going to see you if you don't fucking do it. He said that I was lying. You are 26. She is 40. She wrote a fucking book on how to be a woman with a young athlete. Fucking lying, bro. This is I don't give a fuck about that. You say that I'm gonna go fucking the best pro shop where the fuck you go. I'm gonna go buy a knife and handle this like a man. I'm gonna respect that. I don't fucking respect that. But hey, I I fucking expect nothing else. And one thing about Sean, he never changes. Nope. Like I, that's what I respect. That's what I respect yeah. about him. You know, you can hate him for certain things that he says, but yeah. damn, bro, he's. I mean, he's he is who he is, and he's stand, he's standing on shit. So, wow, I've never seen somebody lose their value that fast. Oh shit! What's up, Lloyd? Shout out to my man Lloyd. What's good, bro? Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, yeah, bro. That's that's wild. That's wild, and Greg, man. no, it wouldn't be a problem. It wouldn't be a problem. A 46-year-old dude and a 26-year-old woman, I'm sorry, in the States, it's not a problem. Let's not act like it's a problem because it's, it's, it's not. It, it, it's the only difference with this. It's is. double standards? Yes, it is double it, standards. It is a double but standard. But I don't give a fuck about double standards, okay? I'm talking <laughs> about biology. We can do that. Let me just say this right now. Men, we could procreate to the day uh, until we're like 150 years old. We could keep doing it. All right, yeah. so that's why the younger joints like men who get who, who are older. Now, especially if you're a higher value man, you have money, you have all of this, you're going to attract more women, younger women, because they want somebody like you. You know, the older you get. Basically, what I'm trying to say is as men, there is no expiration date on us. Sorry, there isn't. I don't care. And I know a lot of people are going to say we're misogynist. I don't give a fuck. I really don't care no more. Like, I've been riding this whole PC bullshit. It kills me, Sunni. It really does. Because niggas be really acting like we're the same. No, men and women, we're all different. We all have our ups. We all, all have our downs. But we're not the fucking same. When I'm 50 years old, I'm going to bag 
whoever I want, anything that's over 21, I don't give a fuck, motherfucker, because I can. And I know y'all would too. When you turn 50, you're going to do the same thing. I know if I'm a 26-year-old man, I don't want my girl being 40 years old. I'm sorry. Call me ignorant. Unless, Call me whatever. Un uh, unless it's a cooler and you getting something out of it. Like she's paying some for something, you getting money out of it or some shit like that's that. That's even worse. That's even worse then because that's a whole sugar daddy, sugar mommy bullshit. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. If you really love the joint and whatever, cool. I'm saying most men that I'd be around with, that's not how we're programmed. Because you got to think about the future. Like I said, when he's 30, she's going to be 50. <laughs> the fuck out of here. God, I don't ah, want to hear none of that man. shit. This is, this is a very interesting thing. So now, now that all of this has come out, right? And we know this about Ian Gary. We know, you know. We we kind of have an idea of what's going on. Obviously, we don't know everything, right? Because we not we're not him. We don't know what's going on in his life, whatever. But what happens now? Like what? What is it? What what should? I mean, he's kind of he's in too deep at this point. You arguing with Sean Strickland and shit? That's the wrong. This is the wrong person to fucking argue with. Of everybody, you could have said something to Sean Strickland was the. That's the one person you should have shut the fuck up about. For sure. Or not. Like, if you put a video up, you got to let that rock, bro. But we already know. And not even that. To threat, not even that, Sunni. To threaten him with a lawsuit is the ultimate bitch shit. Come on, brother. What are you threatening? He wasn't defaming. He didn't say anything defamation. That wasn't wise. true. Yeah. He said everything that was correct. Yeah. You just mad. Inside your heart, Ian, you understand what it is. You talked shit about Dookie Dreads, and now the whole world was loving you, and now look at you, bro, how quick everybody switches on you. And it's all because of how you reacting and how you acted. That's all I'm saying. And you know something else that's crazy too. We gotta talk. I want to talk a little bit about this. You heard about him getting kicked out of um. That's another thing. Yeah. That's an another. That's another thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because and I want to actually I want to play a video about this because I wanted to talk about this from a from a fighter's perspective and why I think that this shit he needs to he needs to stop. Hold on. Let me find this real quick. Felix, he told Dookie Dreads, you're not allowed to talk during a press conference. And every time Dookie Dreads was talking, he kept interrupting and yelling at him. It was the most unprofessional shit that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find it. I don't see it here, but basically, uh, basically, he was saying uh, no, no coaches can tell him what's what's good for him. Only he can tell other people. Uh, only he can. Only he knows what's best for him. He don't listen to no coaches. No coach could tell him what. And I'm like, yo, as a fighter, you can't. I mean, you could do whatever you want, but you can't say that, bro. You can. And the reason why I say you can't say that is because as a fighter, if you're telling your coaches like, and hold on, let me tell, let me take a step back. I'm not saying that you can't tell your coaches what you need, but I think at best it should be a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Where, and I've done this with my coaches. I've gone to to Jason and been like, hey, I think, you know, after my last fight, I think I need to do X, Y, Z. This is the reason why, because I saw, you know, this happened in a fight. I saw this happen in a fight. What do you think about this? This is what I think I need. Now, if he agrees and we can talk about it, cool. Then we figure out a plan and figure out how to get it done. But if not, then, but I, I need to hear the reason why not. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, nah, I don't think so. Here's the reason why. Cool. It's a collaboration. You're a coach because you have knowledge. You're a coach because you can teach me something. So 
So why would I go to a coach and then tell them I don't I don't want to listen to you? I know what I need. So just do what I'm telling you to do. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, look, I simplify it to this, man. He's a liar because yeah. he he said that he never got kicked out. And when then, somebody yeah. politely asks you to leave, that's the same way as getting kicked out. They're just being polite. They're saying, please Pretty much. leave. Yeah, like you can't train here no more. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So you lied about you getting kicked out. And it all is making sense, bro. Your character is trash. And you're led by a woman. Sorry. It is what it is. Oof. Now, fighters need do need a mental coach, but if he ain't listening, then... Not, not a 40-year-old woman. You said it. Not me. That's all. <laughs> you said it. When, when, when your wife is your mental coach and she's 40-plus years old, and I'm sorry. That's, that's his all. Manager. That's his manager, too. That's, yeah, it's manipulation, bro. It's manipulation. I saw a video when she was like, do, do you think I'm controlling? And that man didn't know what to do. He was put in a position to, like, obviously he has to defend his wife. Yeah. But all I know is I can, I, I see right through it, bro. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I see right through it. And you won't get the type of backlash if there's not something to it. Yeah. Most people, there are some yeah. people here that I'm like, man, you know, it's his private life. He can do whatever he want. And some people are riding that way. But a majority of us are not because yeah. we know what it is. We can sniff it a mile away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, two two things I want to talk about before we get out of here. One, did you see that that uh Jalen Turner stepped up to fight Bobby Green? Yeah, I did. And I don't even think Jalen Turner's gonna make weight. That's just what uh, I for he's too don't say that. I don't think bruh, he's too damn big. <laughs> like he's too big to make a weight this no nah, i don't think so but if he does he has a good chance of beating bobby i mean it's gonna be a good fight either way i think that's gonna, I, be, that's gonna be a really good fight yeah it's gonna be a good fight but i don't think he's gonna make weight bro yeah and if he does make weight it's gonna be such a difficult thing that he's going to lose because of that weight drain well i mean maybe they might do it at a catch weight Cause if I'm if I'm Jalen Turner and I'm accepting this fight on like a week and a half's notice, then I would expect that the fight would be at a catch weight because there's no way there's no way that you want me to make 155 pounds on a week and a half's notice, and I'm sure that he's probably walking around like 180. Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm excited for that fight. I hope. I hope it's gonna be a good one. I don't want to see nobody get finished early. I'm trying to see them dudes fight. So no, he's gonna be finished. Patty just said no catch weight. So who Patty? Who? What the fuck is Patty talking about? Don't nobody care what he's talking about. He about to get beat up by Tony. No, Ferguson. Patty. Talk about the chat, man. Calm down. Patty Uh-oh, said. Bob said. You trying no to fight Patty? Weight. That's crazy. No catch weight. Yeah, nah, I feel him because he's probably doing his diet and shit. He's cutting his weight down. Yeah, I feel him. I yeah, feel no him. catch weight. So, um, Kai, shout out Kai, to Turner. Kai asked a question, and guys, be, before I answer this question, um, throw in your random questions into the chat. We're gonna be here for probably like another 10 15 minutes. Um, so throw in the random questions and we'll we'll go through them. Um, so thank you, Kai, for your super chat. Kai said, um, this is way off topic, but AA mentioned Doogie Dreads without getting too deep into religion. What are your guys' opinion on locks? Um, personally, I'll go first. Personally, um, I like them. My mom has had locks for the majority of my life. She cut them and regrew or you know relocked them a couple times. My sister has locks. My stepdad has locks. 
I'm also, you know, my family's from the Caribbean, so that's I kind of, you know, Rasta culture is part of my life, <laughs> even though I don't have locks. So I like them. I thought about locking my hair a couple of times, but I'm still bitching up on it and I haven't done it. What about you, Anonymous? No, I don't really have any opinions on it. There's no there's no issues with it. If you can grow locks and you want to get locks, there's no problem with it. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, it's not. Honestly, it's not something I've ever thought about. Oh, why does this person have locks? Yeah. I know locks in general are like a lifestyle. Yeah. Well, for the most not, part, not so for the most part. America. Yeah, not so much in America. Yeah, I mean, because you got people like Doogie Dredd who can't grow locks. We call those plats, all right? Uh, no, really, that's what they, that's... <laughs> you better hope you don't ever hear that you call him Doogie Dredd. And what, what is he going to do? I will kick the shit out of him in his leg. He's shown that he doesn't know how to switch. All I got to do is kick him in his leg. As a casual, I know I kick him in his leg and it's over for him. That's funny. Um, they said, look at this this uh, Texas card. I think it's this next UFC card that's coming up, right? I think. Oh yeah, they talking about that uh, in Austin. Armand Sarukian. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before hold on, before you even talk, and uh, Diego, I might not get too deep into it, but this is another person who I said I wasn't a fan of, and look who comes to light. Diego, Diego. Oh. Let me put it up on the screen. Did y'all see Johnny Walker is being accused of sending nudes to a 50? Oh, and cheating on his. Whoa, okay. I be sniffing. I be sniffing this shit out. I be sniffing okay. these, these. Didn't I call him a goofy? You did. You did call him a goofy. Wow, Any that nigga crazy. that pop locks would do some shit like that. So I believe it. <laughs> pop lock before you get beat up and getting kicked out of a stage. That's crazy. Crazy okay. work. All right. So now, hold on. Let's let's go back to this UFC card real quick. I'm not putting it on the screen because I'm not trying to be hunched over my screen, but I'll just go through it real quick. Benil Dariush and Armand Sarukian, that's a good fight. Uh, I think Benil could win, but we'll see. Uh, I'm going to go for Benil on that one. Uh, Jalen Turner versus Bobby Green. I don't really care who wins that fight. I just want it to be a good fight. Um, ooh, Rob Font and Davison Figueredo. That's going to be a good one. I got Davison on this one. I feel like Davidson's, yeah, Davidson got that one. Sean Brady's back. Okay. He's fighting Kelvin Gaslam. Sean Brady better win. That's all I care about. He better win. And Clay Guida's fighting for the hundredth time. Uh, don't really care who he's fighting. Misha Tay, they got Misha Tay on the prelims. That's wild. Former champion on the prelims. That's deep. Uh, I don't really care too much about the rest of these fights. Um yeah, I don't really care too much about the rest of these fights. So, yeah, that's a good. That's this is a good card. Y'all making it seem like this shit is like the most amazing card ever. Yeah, it's cool. But after <laughs> that, so we can talk about um, we can talk about uh, what you call oh, it? this the Kobe this card and coming up on Leon a- and Leon Edwards joint. That's going next week. We gonna we gonna have a good. We gonna get have a good conversation about that. Um, yeah, yeah, facts. Let me see what uh, what questions we got in here. I know some somebody put something in here. I thought I saw something. Maybe I'm tripping. Okay. I, oh, Vast. Put your questions in, guys. Uh, Vast said, how you deal with injuries and setbacks? Um, get, oh, my God. I can't believe we forgot to talk about that. Okay. Let me answer this first. Uh, Vast said, how do you deal with injuries and setbacks? Um... 
you gotta first of all fighting should not be the only thing that you focus on you should have other things going on in your life that you focus on but i would say how you deal with injuries and setbacks is watch fighting study fighting don't just watch it but study it something i like to do that helps me a lot when it comes to like game planning and figuring out techniques that people do well and shit that i can steal and use for myself is um i like to watch fights that i thought were good fights um especially if it's on youtube because it's real easy to do this but if it's on youtube i put it at half speed and then i watch the fight looking at it from one person's point of view on like how would i how would i as fighter a um have done something different to fight fighter b whether they won or lost and then if i watch it again fighter b if i'm this person what would i be doing what should i be doing in order to win this fight against person a and whether they won or lost doesn't matter that way you get to see like what strategies work what doesn't work how and you start to program your mind more for strategy and not just going out there swinging on people because that only works for so long once you get you know to the pros and you get mid-level pros and high-level pros um everybody's in shape everybody's strong everybody kind of knows the same techniques so um yeah that's what i would say uh anonymous i want to talk to you about this fight because eric williams messaged me i'm gonna i want to read exactly what i said to eric when he texted me this so eric texted me the other day and he said where is it he said good morning sir khalil roundtree versus anthony smith who you got and i said with the quickness i said khalil by ko he said damn okay now what do you think about this fight yeah i'm i'm, I'm the same way with you roundtree with the with the ko anthony First smith round. is it's you know sometimes suny i feel like you try to set me up I, I I truly feel like you Why? set me Why up to, like so these up? people can start thinking I'm always disrespectful. Like we already know what's going. Asking your thoughts about the fight. Yeah, you but, but, but I but I, nah, but but I know you. I know you. I know your tone. I know what the fuck. I know your layups. I know how you try to set me up. <laughs> nah, I, I, all lie. I know is I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be real with you. When he said this to me, I was like, I have to bring this up on the podcast because I hate Anthony Smith, and I know you don't like him either. So go ahead. No, I mean I, I agree with you. Like, yeah, Anthony Smith is one of these. Also, he's in that same um, same field as Tony Ferguson. You know, they they're mm. like there's something. They are in their early stages of CTE. Facts. I don't care what no one says. The only thing is, you can't diagnose CTE until you pass away. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because he, I remember he said something recently where he was like, um, I'm the same way as Tony Ferguson because uh, we don't like, I don't know if he said Tony Ferguson, but he was like, we're scared of retirement. That's what he said. He said he's scared mm. of retirement. That okay. tells me everything I need to hear. Like, you have mental issues, brother. You already have a podcast. You do a podcast with Michael Bisping, right? With two does motherfuckers. Doesn't he? Yeah, I feel like he, with somebody he does a podcast with. Is he another? Is he? Is he another struggling YouTuber? That's what he is. Like, why are you continually fighting? And why is the UFC even giving him? The only reason why the UFC is because he's also a company man too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's for sure. He's doing like commentating and all of that. He's a horrible. Commentator. Yeah. He dog. He's a horrible. He's a horrible everything. 
He's a horrible everything. He lied about him getting robbed, the house evasion. He he he's a terrible commentator. He talks about he'll beat all of these people in boxing. He swears mm -hmm. his hands are nasty. None of those things are true, bro. I don't know what happened and made him think that he's somebody that he's not. When's the last time he's won anything? Truthfully, Anthony Smith. When know. is the last time? I don't know. Didn't Johnny oh, Walker, who's just been allegedly... Johnny, uh, Johnny just said that he's... Oh, well, hold on. He got video of the person uh, invading his home from the ring camera. Man, uh, man hey, listen. Maybe it is true. I'll, I'll take it back. If it's true, it's true. But I have trust issues, okay? Yeah. I have trust oh, issues, yeah, okay. and I know... So he has, yeah, he has been doing it with his man. Okay. I mean, that's cool. Good for him. I, I still don't I don't really care to hear him talk or fight, so it is what it is. Yeah, so hopefully Khalil but this is the thing, Sunny. Khalil knocks him out, then what? Nothing's gonna change, man. Well, no, That's no, the no. Problem. Something does change because 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 Anthony Smith is ranked. So if Khalil beats him, now he becomes ranked. It's a good way for him to get ranked. No, I'm saying for Anthony Smith, nothing changes. Whether he gets knocked out, whether he's still going to fight and I know what Harry said. He's an old level, old high level fighter. Maybe it's just me. I've never seen it. I've never seen anything about Anthony Smith being whatever. Ah, yeah. that's just my opinion. No, I don't I think he's really high level at all. I think he's been a subpar mid level fighter all of his career. I agree. Also, Felix asked. He said, uh, "AA should make a tier list for annoying fighters." I should. I should. Yeah, for most no, you, most you, annoying fighters, I think that would be good. We should do that one day. And y'all, hey, listen, this is the crazy thing, Asuni, because you know me, but, and this is not saying that I'm an oracle or nothing, but it's eight times out of ten times, people that I call goofy or I don't like, some shit pops up about them. Yeah, it's like some kind of gift I was given by God. I know y'all niggas hate me for saying shit like this, <laughs> but I can smell it. I can smell this shit. These people, something happens and they become on the news and you realize they're not who you really thought they were. See, yeah. I don't care about them as fighters. Something about my DNA, I can sniff it out. Pause. I can sniff some bullshit. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Um, CM Punk, he... I don't watch wrestling. I don't... Like, I stopped watching wrestling when I became an adult. By so, the way, he's... he's he's. Uh, this is... I'm saying that for the people who listen to audio. Uh, Diego asked the question, uh, what does Anonymous African think about CM Punk returning to WWE after nine years? I've never watched CM Punk wrestle. I've never seen him anything. Only time I've ever seen CM Punk is when he got beat up in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only time. You know, like I said, I stopped watching wrestling after Stone Cold. Okay. So I didn't care after that. Okay. Um, yeah, it really, did, it really didn't matter. I'm going to answer like three more questions and then we out of here. Um, Diego asked again. Sunni, what's a fight you study and learn from a lot? I have a few um, for different things, right? Like I study different people for different things. So one fight that I watch all the time, this is like one of my favorite fights to watch is uh, GSP versus John Fitch because I don't like back and forth fights. I know people like fights where it's back and forth and, you know, niggas is, is you know, one person knocking another person down. I like fights like that sometimes. I'm not saying I don't. My favorite fights are usually not the competitive ones. I like when niggas is getting their ass beat. And I love when GSP beat the shit out of John Fitch. Because at that time, I hated him, 
right? As a fighter, like his fighting style, I hated John Fitch's style. So that's one of my favorite fights because he damn near, he beat, yo, if you want to see an ass whooping, for those who have not watched GSP versus uh, John Fitch, please go watch that. That's an ass whooping and a half. Um, I studied that fight a lot because of some of the transitions he was doing, his timing, uh, the takedowns, the transitions that he was doing, and just for entertainment. Um, I also watch Khabib and Connor a lot to study some things that Khabib was doing as far as ground and pound and stuff is concerned. Um, what else? I watch um what's another fight that I that I oh um uh 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 John Jones versus what the fuck is this dude's name? I mean I watched the Shogun fight a few times because of some shit that he does in that fight. But if I'm being honest, I also watched uh John Jones versus Tiago uh Santos for how he was controlling distance with those teams. Again, it's different things for different, you know what I'm saying? But those are fights that I watch frequently. Um, and then of course I watch Mayweather fights like there's no I'll re I will rewatch every Mayweather fight like in a year. So I'll go through and pick certain fights like the one I reference a lot is uh, Floyd Mayweather versus Diego Corrales. That's like one of my favorite fights of all time. Um, what else? Uh, you know, hey, speaking of Floyd Mayweather, yeah, who do you think was his toughest match? Real quick, one of his toughest matches. Ema Emmanuel Augustus for sure. I was I was just about to say that, bro, because I was yeah, just watching Emmanuel, that fight the other bro, day because Emmanuel is so unorthodox. This nigga was dipping and he was a drunken master, bro. The bro, drunken Emmanuel master was bro. so nasty. For those of y'all who don't know about that fight with Mayweather, go look up. It's on YouTube. You can find all Mayweather's fights on YouTube. Go look up Floyd Mayweather versus Emmanuel Augustus. Um, I, I don't know. He changed his name at some point. I don't remember. Emmanuel did, so I don't know what he changed it to. But yeah, I forgot it too. Great fucking fight. Mayweather was having a hard fucking... He had a hard time with him. He also had a hard time with Zab Judah. Um, he had a hard time with um. Cotto too, kind of. Cotto was hitting did. the shit but out Cotto's of him. Cotto's big, yeah. He's a big dude. He is hard too, so he was having a hard time with him too. But yeah, yeah. I would say Emmanuel Newton was his hardest fight because he was switching stances. Floyd is always—I don't want to say always—but early in his career, he had problems with southpaws. Um, you know what's so—you know what's so crazy, right? Because um, I totally forgot. Because you know Shakur Stevenson fought, I think, two weeks ago. One of the worst performances yeah, I've ever saw. Best performances. Worst. Oh, worst. such a okay, boring. I was like that. That uh, from what I heard, it was boring. I didn't watch it though. Uh, well, apparently he broke his left arm or something during training camp. Oh, okay. We don't know, okay. but oh. that was a boring ass fight. And then um, yeah, and then just the fact that people used to compare him to Floyd Mayweather, throw that shit out the window now, because people act like Mayweather at twenty six was not a defensive fighter. He was offensive like shit. No, 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 no. Yeah, he was. Floyd didn't get defensive until I would say around when he fought De La Hoya and shit. Yeah, that's, that's when, when he, he turned, turned into money, turned right? Money, yeah, that's when he turned into money. But before that, Floyd was knocking there. He was beat. Yo, Floyd, that's one. Matter of fact, I'll take everything I said back. If you want to ask me what fights I learned a lot from, I learned the most uh, from combat sports from Floyd Mayweather. That's me being 100% yeah. honest. Because I learned fainting. I learned how to set shit up. I learned strategy. I learned how to jab. I learned how to throw a cross properly. I learned footwork. I learned all that shit from Floyd Mayweather. I watch, I studied that man so much, bro. I can tell you everything about every fight that he's ever had. I watched them all uh, at least twenty times. So and he was by far the most disciplined fighter too. The most disciplined. The most disciplined. It, come on, so, bro. That lifestyle. I, he don't drink. You know what the funny thing is? 
I feel like for me, as much shit as I talk about John Jones, and Floyd has had his own issues too, but I think Floyd is is my John Jones. In the same way, like you, how you got John Jones, I think Floyd is that for me. Makes sense. I think Floyd Two is goats. that for me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and he clearly he went out on top. He never lost. So, you know. But yeah, there's a lot. I mean, if y'all want for real, like just go through Floyd's catalog. But I would say the the best fights to watch from Floyd was the Diego Corrales fight, his hardest fight with um Emmanuel Augustus. Um Dude, when he fought Philip Endu, oh my God, he gave that dude a concussion. If y'all want to see an ass woman for real, he gave that dude a concussion. He hit my man with three right hands in a row, dog. Nah, but that combo, that's talking about Floyd, dog. I don't want to get into talking about Floyd. The combo he did against Gotti, come on. Oh my God, that's the greatest. I forgot about that's that's the greatest combo ever. The greatest combination in combat. Let me look at the camera. When Floyd Mayweather, I know exactly it was round six around the around the two minute, well, around the two minute mark of that round, the greatest combination in combat sports history. I don't care what nobody says to me in any sport. I don't care about MMA. I don't care about kickboxing. I don't care about no boxing fights. That was it, bro. That was it. My man, oh my, both sides, he damn near landed every fucking punch on. Bro, he beat the dog shit out of Arturo Gotti. He took his his lifespan down. He took his his whole life. He took his whole life. And the beautiful thing about that was the buildup for that fight, bro. Mm -hmm. That man was on ESPN talking. He said, I'm going to beat you like you stole something. He was talking so so much shit. He was talking so... I want to... They all, bro. We got to come in the stream and just, like, watch some of this shit, bro. Like, I was... That was... When you talk about boxing, be forgetting. bro, I was, yeah. I was really... I was a boxing fanatic, bro, until the UFC really started popping. I stopped kind of watching boxing a little bit, but back in the day, bro, that's all I was fucking watching was boxing. Dog, what he did, what he did to Ricky Hatton, like, it, it just goes oh, on and on and on. With the, it goes on. Man, man and hit, I hit his head in the turnbuckle. Oh my God. Hey, and it's so crazy because I remember all of these people were the chosen ones. They were supposed to beat Mayweather. All of them. And he was knocking all, all of, them. of them niggas up, making them all look stupid. And look at Canelo now compared to when he fought Mayweather. I know. Oh, my God. It's I know. crazy. He, was, he had, he so had I mean, that man swinging that air, looking in the ropes and shit. Like, what are you hitting, bro? Yeah, nah. Um, it's real. Hold on. Like, um, what's up? You remember what Anthony asked in the first? Anthony. Um, Where? How? How we uh? Oh, how, how we, we met. met? Hold on, let me scroll all the way to the top. Hold up. Uh, yeah, the man, I see. The man, the man, the man paid. So Anthony said, "This is from earlier." Anthony said, "We need the origin of you and AA's friendship." Also, we got to talk about these predators. Okay, we already we already talked about yeah, that we part. Already, we already chopped so it up. So he's asking, basically, how we met. So I'll let you. You want me to tell it, or you, or you? Want nah, you, you, you go ahead and tell it, cause you know I, I, I want to hear from you. I'll yeah. start it out. So, this was I met I met anonymous through a, a mutual friend uh, that I was in school with, Glenn, and we, you were living in Maryland at the time. Yeah. And I was dating I was dating a girl, and I was going to hang out with Glenn. And he was like, "Yo, come out here." Uh, you know, we hanging out over here. Y'all was just outside, just chilling. So me and her pulled up, and I remember when I go, when I got out there, 
and this is why I I, I wanted I thought that it was funny. But when I got there, he was talking shit about every single one of his matter of fact, no, he was attacking one person in particular, but throughout the time that I was there, he was attacking everybody that was there, talking shit about everybody. And I was laughing. I, I don't think I laughed that hard in a long time that day. I was crying. This man was clowning everybody, talking shit about everybody. And he was even talking shit about me. And I just met him. And he was <laughs> he was clowning me. And I think we, we started hanging out just all together after that. And then I mean, that's 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 pretty much how it went after that, I think, right? Yeah, no, that's definitely the origin story. So basically, yeah. that's how we met, me talking shit. But it was yeah. out of love, though, you know? And yeah, what he didn't yeah, know, yeah. what he didn't know out of context is that uh, I was getting attacked prior to that. So oh, my thing is, <laughs> yeah, because people would be saying some shit. Yeah. I just know how to just keep going and going and going and going. I'm just going to attack you forever. <laughs> but it was never, you know, the thing that makes SUNY special compared to most people is that he understand he understands sat satire and he also yeah. understands like shit talking when when it's real shit talking and when I'm just talking just to talk you know yeah so that's why that's why this is my brother man and on top of that even his um our man Dwayne like yeah. most of my most of my close friends we met through terrible shit circumstances talking. they they wanted to fight me they didn't like me no, nah, that's true. <laughs> like, Dwayne did want to fight you in the beginning. <laughs> Dwayne wanted to fight me. Like a lot of these people wanted to fight me, man. Yeah. You know, but once you get past the bullshit and you realize it's all love, and I'm probably gonna be the most loyal motherfucker you meet. So that's true. That's how that that's how our origin is, and yeah. that's how we continue being friends. There's right. a lot of ups and downs. Don't get it twisted, people. But yeah. I'll say this to y'all: like when it, when it comes to y'all friends, just please like. Always keep it 100. Be yourselves. Like, if if you have a problem with a friend, address it. Don't ever let it just, you know, go in a, yep. yeah, don't let it go behind and just keep building up and building up, building up, and then make an emotional response. If yep. you feel like, let me tell you this right now. Sunni can tomorrow make $10 million. I'm going to talk to him the way I talk to him today. <laughs> if I, one day he asked me for advice. What did I say, Sunni? When you were talking oh, about yeah. a girl. I gotta tell that story real quick before we get out of here. So I remember I was talking about I was talking about a girl I was dating, and um, you know I called him, and I was like, man, I'm, let me talk to you about some shit real quick. So I'm talking to him about this girl. I'm like, man, you know she did this, and you know she's making me feel like this, and blah blah blah. I was talking for like ten minutes straight, and I was like, so what you think? And this nigga's quiet. He's just sitting there, and then he goes, hey, I'm gonna be real with you. You sound like a bitch right now. <laughs> <laughs> this right now and i sat there for a second and you know what the crazy thing was and, and and this goes back to you know what we what we talked about in the beginning and how how i how people you know interpret things because he said that to me he's like you sound like a bitch right now and then i sat there for a second my my ego wanted me to be like nigga who the fuck you talking to you know whatever but i sat there for a second and i was like you right though I had to take, I had to look at what I just did, how I sat there and, and talked to him about this girl in an emotional state. And then he said that to me and I was like, okay, is that true? I was like, yeah, I do sound like a bitch right now. He was like, no, nah, but I feel you. And then we went into the whole, you know, conversation and he explained, you know, everything, but it's, I know it's not, it, it rubs some people the wrong way, but at the end of the day, like, is he wrong? Did I not sound like a bitch in that moment? I did. 
So I got to be able to eat that and then be like, all right, now let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And this is the last thing I'll say. Think about everybody who's successful, right? Yeah. What's the one thing that they say? They always say um, they have too many yes-mans around them. All they long for... All they long for is for that one person to just keep them centered and, you know, keep that same type of energy we've always had. And I'm that right. friend. It ain't going to be for everybody, but what we're trying to say is be ourselves, hold each other accountable. And that's pretty much what we could say. Yep. All right. Um, I'm hungry. I'm about to go get some food. I don't even know what time it is where you at, Anonymous, but. The, the sun sure. is coming up. Okay. Well, I appreciate you waking up to do this with me, my brother. No problem. Um, I'm about to hop on my donkey. Call it a day. I got some taxi to do today. So. <laughs> um, thank you guys for hanging out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. We might make some videos this week. I'm going I'm going back to California tomorrow. So um we'll we'll make some videos this week and, and we might do we might do another stream too, by the way. We were talking about doing two streams a week, but um we'll put a poll up and and figure out what day that's what day is a good day for that and then We'll be we'll be ready. But yeah, thanks. Thank you to everybody that was here. And thank you to everybody who super chatted. It means a lot. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Peace. All right. Peace.